welcome to the business in the front party in the back podcast i tried to go down this week lauren did you like that did you yeah yeah i, I actually didn't think it worked you, you went no up, it you? sounds better one well i kind of tried to go down i wanted to sort of mix it up a little bit okay it sounded well, like yeah. It sounded the same. Did it? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm Michelle. I'm Michelle. And I'm Lauren. And uh, welcome to the show. Yeah. So welcome to the podcast. We, of course, endeavor to talk about business and we like to mix it in with a little bit of party. We have a bit of inspo in the show for you as well. Lauren, do you just want to um, outline what uh, today's episode is brought to us by? Sure. Today's episode is brought to us by the Raw Raw Spirit Team. Building a business can be overwhelming, Michelle, but it doesn't have to be. Through ongoing training, online workshops, and monthly guest experts, the Spirit Team membership is a supportive community where entrepreneurs encourage and support each other while learning and becoming the best they can be. So what this is, it's the membership that I created. And when you join up, you put me on your team to keep you accountable. And I've kept Michelle accountable before, so I'm sure she knows that I'm serious about what I'm doing. Very serious. And Yes. Uh, serious with a smile, though, you know? And um, Friendly yes, serious, so yes. Exactly. <laughs> so the membership is valued at $2,800 a month. And for our listeners and um, anyone else at the moment, there's an intro offer running. And um, you can get it for $50 a month and you can try it for 14 days before you buy it, which is really important. So if you are interested in that, head to rawrawconsulting.com and click on the spirit team link, but we will put a link for that in the show notes. And I should just mention that the intro offer is only running until around the end of August, 2020. Mm -hmm. Very good value. Very good value. Now, Lauren, we uh, need to get into the theme for today's show. And we thought that it might be a good time. And we did sort of debate this. We weren't sure because we're still kind of growing our businesses. And but we did think it might be good to just give an update on where our businesses are at because we're learning. And there's other people out there in our situation. And perhaps they can learn you know, from some of the things we're, we're doing yeah. right and some of the things we could be doing a bit better. So uh, that's what we're going to be talking about this week. We're going to be updating our listener at home on how our businesses are going. Good and bad. Yeah, and I think that there was a bit of hesitancy, at least on my part, to talk about mm-hmm. it too, well, realistically, I suppose. But I think that what we also want to reinforce to the listener at home is that you and I were made redundant end of March. And That means that our businesses, while we're qualified and have over 15 years experience for me, and I think even longer for you, because you're way older than me. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Then, um, you know, it still takes a while to establish yourself as an authority in the market. And there are a lot of, you know, other competing businesses. And there's a lot of things that we need to try and learn from and do. And there's no shame in that process. And I think that you know, what we're going to talk about today, there's going to be a pretty big theme, which is essentially, you know, that these things take time. And that's going to be a really big part of it. And I think that, you know, sometimes we look around and we see all these people who have made it, you know, quote, unquote, made it, and we forget that they've been putting in the hard work, the hard work for, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years. So, you know, it's important to establish the fact that, you know, yeah, we're on a journey and we're learning and we're growing and we're refining and we're not perfect. 
and we're doing everything we can because we're backing ourselves. Mm. So I think we're going to be able to get into that a little bit more in depth in the conversation today. Yeah, good one. Um, and part of what we like to talk about in this episode, all these um, episodes that we record together, is uh, what we've been up to. And we live uh, a little ways away. We're both in Queensland, Lauren and I, but we do um, not really live that close uh, together. Uh, Lauren's up in sort of North Queensland and I'm on the Sunshine Coast. So we like to catch up and this is our way, rather than us just calling each other during the week, yeah. of finding out, because uh, I'm curious, um, what you've been up to, Lauren? Well, what I've been up to, we went um, to visit my partner's family for a whirlwind trip. That was a 10-hour drive for two days, which is uh, intense, but it was good. We had a really great visit and, you know, sometimes seeing them for a short period of time is better than not at all, right? Mm -hmm. So that was great. I also had, um, you know, did some self-care and stuff like that, but I had some I feel like I had some big lessons that I learned this week, and I'm going to share them a little bit more in depth later on in the conversation. But essentially, I realized uh, this morning that yoga heals a lot of things. <laughs> yes, it does. And yes, and um, I actually sent my partner a text and said, if I'm ever feeling down again, just tell me to go do some yoga because that's what's going to happen. You know, it's going to fix me, um, at least for myself. I think that, you know, you know, we're on a journey and we're going to explore that further in the conversation. So I don't want to say everything right now, but sometimes it's, it's difficult and sometimes it's difficult when you think about how maybe you're struggling or your, your challenges and you don't want to dump all that on other people either. So it's about figuring out, I think, the best way of asking for help, talking these things out, but all the while not, you know, putting your shit on other people, you know? how yeah, you know, I do. I do. Saying? Yeah. I used to do that. It used, if something dramatic happened, I'd be straight on the phone to mum or dad or my best friend and be like, blah, 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 blah. You know, this is really a negative, you know, occurrence. And what I've learned um, is that now I'll sort of start, I'll stop and I'll try to process and I use cord cutting for me. Yeah. And that's one of my little coping skills. So if something happens and it's super negative, I'm like, before I grab the phone, I cut. So I do cut, 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 little karate chops, throw it away, cut, 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 throw it away. And I keep doing that until the feeling passes that I need to go and, you know, tell someone or dump on someone and, and that sort of thing. So that's how mm -hmm. I've sort of broken that for me. Um, so that might be useful for the listener at home um, mm -hmm. as, as a way of doing that. And because it, it, you do it until you kind of, the memory fades a little bit. Yeah. Karate chop. Yeah, good one. You've written it down <laughs> I have a, a little karate shot. Um, yeah, sticky note on my mm. computer to yeah. remind me to. And, and for our listener yeah. at home, can you kind of dumb that down for a quick minute in case they're like, what are you talking about? I have not listened to all your episodes. This is my mm. first one. <laughs> yeah, so it's literally like uh, Karate Kid, think Karate Kid. And you do the little karate chop with your hands. And I do it three times. And I just say chop, chop, chop in my head. Um, and I kind of throw away the attachments. So it's like a symbolic. Some people have a God box. They put their problems down in a little box and then they burn, you know, the items. So I guess it's that mm -hmm. symbolic burning essentially, but I'm sort of throwing that attachment away from myself and saying, I don't want that memory. I don't want that negative occurrence. Um, and when I, um, as an example, I got a massage table from a gentleman, but I actually picked it up from the mother and she was arguing with me about the price and it got very uncomfortable and she wanted to ring him and was abusing me essentially. And, the table mm. I'm using for my healings and I was so upset and because I had really good intentions and my instinct was just to ring anyone and everyone you know this is outrageous how did this woman behave this right. way rah, rah, rah. Yeah. 
and then my sad story everybody yeah and so what I did instead was I got home and I was like I don't want that attachment I don't want the negativity around that so I actually did um a massive cleansing all over it I used eucalyptus oil which is one of a really good energetic cleanser um did that karate chop karate chop karate chop all over the place and now it's like the best jujus and I don't I have very little recollection of what that conversation was Mm. about and that's when you know you've done that um otherwise you know I would have sold it and bought a different table if I couldn't if I couldn't have yeah. uh, reduced my attachment to that. So that's a good example of, because um, I use that table in my healings. So it's got a, yeah. got a good juju's, Lauren. Totally. So I know you're going to get into a little bit about your journey in the conversation today, but is there anything that stood out for you this week that you wanted to, to tell me? Yeah, I, I, and this is going to come up during our conversation, but I'm scheduling time for myself. And so I'm trying to do something each week that is improving me as, as a human, as a business owner, that sort of thing. So sometimes it might be a massage, but other times it's more self-improvement. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to be talking a little bit about that because that's something that I'm doing pretty much every week now. I'll, I'll usually do Monday because Monday is my downtime before my Facebook live. And mm-hmm. um, so I'll try to do it on, on that particular day, but it's a lot around self-improvement. And I've got some really interesting kind of recommendations, inspiration, tips, that sort of thing coming up in the show based on what I've learned. And so that's, it's cool. a learning process for me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been really, really yeah. good. Yeah. I think that life is just a learning process and there's people like you and me who are, I don't want to say perfectionist, at least I can't say that for myself, but we have very high expectations Mm. of ourselves. And so that means that we're constantly on the search for improvement. Mm. And, you know, I don't know if you're just born, born that way or whether or not you develop that skill or I believe you can, you know, control and change your mind to do anything actually. Mm. So even if it's not natural for you, you can train yourself to be that way. But life is, is about that. It's about learning. And I think that, you know, we're getting, when we get, you know, down into it a little bit deeper, we're going to see that, you know, maybe the way you've been doing something's not the right way to do it anymore. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So Lauren, as we mentioned um, at the top of the show, we we spoke about the theme and um, we did decide that now will be a good time just to talk about what stage our businesses are at. We do sort of drop in bits and pieces about what we've been doing as we just did during the show um, about our businesses, but this is going into a little bit more detail and a little bit about the um, tips and tricks and and things we've kind of picked up along the way and also things we've decided we could be doing a little bit better. So I think uh, today for me, I'll be talking a little bit about uh, time scheduling and I've been working on sort of getting comfortable with having those empty gaps that pop up every now and then in your schedule. Uh, They make me very nervous. And so that's something I've been sort of working through myself. Right. Yeah. Well, that's good because as you know, one of the things I do teach people is all about time management, but it's interesting how you're saying that it's when you have those gaps, Mm. but you know, we don't spend a lot of time. And I think I brought this up before working on our business. Mm. Yeah. You need to work on your business to advance your business further. Mm. It's not about just working in your business. Exactly. The kind of work that you're doing you're doing a lot of stuff that essentially is working in your business all the time and not necessarily working on it. Yeah. Which is what I'm going to be talking about. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. So what have you been doing around your business? Well, um, yeah. So basically I thought a lot about my business when we were made redundant about what I wanted to do with it. And um, I did start it over a year ago, just sort of basically around consulting 
So I, but I was sort of doing that roughly. And then I was doing workshops as well. So I was doing time management workshops and social media training and things of that nature. Cause I really love teaching. That's really what I enjoy doing. Anyway, when we were made redundant, I thought a lot about and had been thinking a lot about how I didn't want to trade time for money. So what I mean by that is it's actually what Michelle does. So she has to do something to make money from it. So she has to do a, a, a reading with someone to get paid. And, you know, while that's a fine system for the kind of work you're in, Michelle, and the way that you're starting things, you know, off is I know you're going to have passive income and things like that set up, but you know, I didn't want to try to get into that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see how I could help more people uh, and kind of do more, um, I guess, training that was going to be around for longer than because the kind of work I'm in is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I started the membership and um, I have a few members, which is super awesome. And, you know, I, um, you know, I don't have as many members as I need to have a viable business, but I've only started it for a month and I'm still building authority. I mean, really, who do I think I am coming into the game and thinking that I'm going to get everything I want right away, even though I'm a magician, it's all on its way to me in due course. Right. And, you know, we're going to talk about that too, about being patient, about understanding that we're playing the long game. So, you know, that's a large part about what I'm doing. And so uh, at the moment, I'm doing a lot of things that sort of try to establish me as the authority. So what I'm doing are weekly Facebook lives on my uh, public account on Raw Raw Consulting, where I do business training and things of that nature. I also started doing stuff like that for my Afterlight podcast, which is my spiritual podcast and, you know, showing up and walking the talk, so to speak, you know, saying like, these are the things that I know, or these are the questions that people are having. And this is what I would recommend that you do. Because whenever I invested in somebody or I have trusted somebody, it's because I've been following their content and I try what they do and it works, or I agree with them on another level. Right. So that's kind of where I'm at at the moment is just really understanding that it's a process I'm going through. It's normal. It's fine. And, you know, these things take time and I just need to keep showing up and not focusing. And I, and I honestly am not, but not focusing on, you know, the momentum it's having right this second. It's just understanding that I'm in it for the long journey. Mm, yeah. Amen. Um, yeah, I think there's a, a little bit of that that um, that I can relate to. And I think in terms of the scheduling, um, the appointments, and I know we, we have spoken a lot about time management. For me, it's been really good. Um, I've had no sort of shortage of appointments, which has been wonderful. And, and a lot of that's due to referrals. Um, and so I think if you do a good job, and it's the same in your business, then people refer you on. And it's all about word yeah. of mouth. You know, that's as good or better than advertising, I think. Um, so a lot of my business is coming in around referrals uh, and also clients rebooking. I have clients rebooking week after week, um, you know, sometimes two weeks in a row, which is is quite incredible to me. Um, but I've been finding out that there's, if there's a gap in my schedule, A, it kind of makes me a bit uncomfortable and B, when I start work on my masterclass, which um, if I haven't outlined that before, I'm uh, the same as Lauren. I like to teach and educate. And I think with my background in 
journalism and media and having done a little bit of PR over the years, I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on the business world, but also on the spiritual world. And so part of my idea is to form a masterclass and I'm sort of taking the time to write that, plan that, put that all together. And I actually had a bit of a breakthrough with that. I was doing an interview um, because with with my time scheduling, it's a little tricky. It's not just readings and healings and, and those kinds of things where I make the cash. Um, I'm also doing uh, bios, which is a, a sideline um, sort of job that I'm doing to earn some extra dollars uh, for different people. And I've got good connections with the, uh, the community that I'm in with my Facebook lives. So a lot of those people, spiritual people, they don't know how to do that. They don't know how to write a bio, get professional headshots, all that sort of stuff. So I'm actually doing that for a bit of extra cash but also I'm involved in their video series so I have to record um, several videos a week of the different uh, contributors to um, the spiritual events directory page and the rebirth magazine I also write articles for rebirth magazine the benefit of that is that that the video series and magazine aren't cash but uh, I then don't have to pay to do my Facebook live and normally you do yeah. so it's all sort of yeah. an exchange of energy but the bio that's a huge investment for you what you're oh, doing absolutely. is great yeah because yeah. that that's what most of my most of my bookings come from each week yeah. um but the masterclass is interesting because i was chatting to a lady from our wellness community on facebook which is um a really good page and i might put the link up in the show notes to that um and she's talking about in her video about starting a school and i just randomly wasn't really thinking about it but i was like oh yeah i'm really passionate about teaching people about business and, and spirituality and how they mix and blah, blah, blah. And she went, oh, well, I just said school and you just said teacher. And so let's talk. And so I think I've got my community now. So they have a bunch of people who kind of subscribe to that page who want this sort of information. And she was looking for someone to teach it. And here we are. So I just happened to be talking to her in that video series, which you know, spirit brings you together with the people that you need to talk to. And I did yeah. feel like I did a reading for her as well. And I did feel at that time that we would know each other. I knew that we would uh, continue our relationship. So I feel like I've kind of found my my community. So um, that's going to be really interesting. She's going to send me some info. And she's also the one who's sending me a lot of uh, clients for the bios and things like that. So that's just, that's been such a blessing. Um, but we, you know, that's something that's in the future and another thing that I guess I have to schedule <laughs> into, <laughs> into my week. Um, but what, what I was also noticing um, around trying to put the masterclass together and work on our podcast and edit that and stuff like that mm -hmm. is that I would find I'd have a break. And A, as I said, I'd feel a bit guilty about that break because I'm like shivers. I need to be working nine to five. That's what I'm used to. I'm used to working for the man and the whole thing. So I was a little bit guilty about that. And then as soon as I sat down to edit or do some work on my business and improve that, someone to make a booking out of the blue. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I, I can't do that work. And in my head, that's what I was going to do. And the thing, Lauren, that I need to investigate is with Facebook, uh, for example, the other day, a lady made a booking at uh, 11, 12, let's say in the morning, and she wanted a reading at quarter past 11. So the issue with that was I have to create a meeting link in Zoom. I've got to send her the link. I've got to get her email address. Um, I've got to send her my payment details, all these sorts of things. And then she actually had never used Zoom before. She hadn't downloaded the app. So you can imagine it was like 25 to 12 or something by the time anything happened, by the time it got started. And then I was like for my next appointment. So I'm kind of investigating Facebook's booking system, I think is lacking a little bit in that respect, because I, I don't feel like people should be able to book 
within that amount of time, I think they should be cut off at, you know, maybe 15 minutes before or half an hour before to make a booking. Yeah, it may with be you. a setting. Have you looked at Yeah, it may be a setting. I've been yeah, through the I Mac and so. I, I can't see anything, but um, to, to change that, but it just seems a little bit crazy to me because there's no time to prep and then you are going to be late, you know, with, with starting that. So that's something that I'm going to uh, investigate a little bit more because it just, for me, it doesn't give me enough time. And on that particular day, I was actually, uh, I was really excited. I was actually going to go out for a run because I didn't get to exercise in the morning. And I thought, I'm going to chuck my gear on. I had a foot yeah. out the door and then boom, that booking came in. So that's right. what I'm sort of looking at, giving myself a little bit of a heads up, almost a bit of notice before, um, before these bookings land. Yeah, no, I think that's, it's all about boundaries. And, yeah. you know, if that tool isn't working for you, they don't have those settings, you need to look into another one. I, I yeah. have heard a lot of really good things about Acuity. I think it's spelled yeah. A-U-C-A-C-U-I-T-Y. Yeah. That's supposed to be a really good scheduler. I know that there's a charge for that though, but it might be better if there are limitations with that mm. other thing. Yep. Uh, I think sometimes it's easy for us to get caught up on tools that are free, even though if we, you know, do an investment, which is, you know, actually could, I think that's going to be tax deductible if it's a tool yeah, that's true. that you have, yeah. then it's a good investment for your business, business if it saves you time. Because the thing is that, you know, if I was on my way out for a run and then I had to work and rush and hustle all of a sudden, and I'm not even in the line of work that you're doing, but I would feel that I would be underprepared. Yeah. 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 You're not in the yeah, right frame. No yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So did it occur to you to see if that lady could do a different time? instead uh, of trying to fit that in? No, it actually didn't. Uh, but in hindsight, maybe that would have been a good idea. Um, but she only wanted half an hour, so I figured it'd probably be okay. But yeah, because we took so long to get the Zoom thing sorted and everything else, um, yeah, it, it did make me a bit late for the next appointment. So, so yeah. I just had an idea for you. So why don't you find a how to set up Zoom for beginners link have mm -hmm. that with a little bit of a write-up. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And then anytime people book, send them that so they can prepare themselves. You shouldn't have to be, because one of the things that I always remind people is that your time is money. Mm. So let's pretend that, you know, you charge 150 bucks an hour. Well, if you're spending 25 minutes setting up Zoom, mm. you're, you're losing money because mm. you're now all of a sudden you know, you're losing money to read for her. Yeah. So, and while I know that there's a lot of really positive things to come from referrals and rebookings and stuff like that, yada, yeah. yada, yada, um, having those policies in place already. Now, do you use Gmail? I do. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Gmail has a really cool feature where you can actually, and I can help you with this offline or off the call, but I'm just telling you in case our listener at home is also interested, you can actually set up template emails in your email, and then you can go and you can click a button and it will automatically fill your email with whatever you've predetermined. Oh, wow. That's so, right. For example, if you set up an email, you do like you write up your email and you go, here's how you... How, here's how it's going to work. Here's the zoom, you know, intro. If you've never tried it before, here's where to download it. Da, 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 da. You save that template. And then anytime you're emailing a new client, you just have to click that button and it will automatically generate that email for you. You That's don't fantastic. have to go find it. You don't that. have to copy and paste it. That's all about time saving, right? Because yeah. all about figuring out how can I be more efficient so that, um, yeah, I can save minutes, days, months, years of my life, basically, which yeah. it all adds up. 
Yep. So yeah, so look into that. And if yep. you need help with that, I can help you off the call. But Thanks, there's, um, that's definitely something to think about. Yeah, that's so good. Love that. So um, one of the things that I also learned is, you know, just kind of going on what you were talking about, about how maybe the system you're using is not working. So mm. I'm not trying to hate, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm okay, let's just say I'm using a, a system to send my um, newsletters, right, online. And I don't find that it's super user-friendly. I find that it's really actually challenging and I kind of know stuff. So if it's hard for me, I can't imagine how it'd be hard for other people. Mm. So I actually got uh, a couple recommendations for another program, which I need to buy. The one that I'm using at the moment is free up to a certain amount of subscribers. But the one that I am looking at is free or sorry, I have to buy it, but I think I'll get a better product because mm. one of the things that I need to do in my business, and this is actually interesting. So I want to hear your thought on this, Michelle. So one of the things with business people that they do is they run funnels. So a funnel is essentially that I give you like a lead, a lead magnet, lead generation um, sort of thing. So let's say I give you a checklist or uh, at the moment I'm giving away a free time management video actually. So what you do is you sign up for my newsletter and then you get this free time management video. And then I have your news, your, your email, mm -hmm. and then I can email you and basically remarket things to you that I think you might be interested in. Now, there are a lot of people who have automatic funnels that are set up. So what happens is if you sign up for, okay, let me use an example. I went to this guy's site. I saw that he had a, um, a cool thing that I wanted to download. It was a lead generation thing. So I gave him my email in exchange for getting that. And then I, I thought, oh, he's got a book. I'm going to check out and I'm going to maybe buy his book too. So when I went to check out, it, he said the book's for free, but you pay for shipping, which was $8 American. So then I went, okay, well, that's fine. I can do that. And, but then when I went to check out and they found out I was in Australia, it all of a sudden was over $21 or something like that in shipping American. Wow. And I went, no, I'm not going to do that. I, I, I can, no, I can get this book elsewhere. You can buy a, yeah, you can buy a book for that. Exactly. So cost. I thought, no, I'm not going to do that. So I went, I checked out and I didn't do anything, but I already put in my email. So then in my inbox, I have got the email from him with the free thing that I wanted. But then I got another email that said, hey, you left something in your cart. And I went, okay, now I'll just delete that. But then 20 minutes later or something, maybe an hour later, but I think it felt like 20 minutes anyway, I got another email to say that I left something in my cart. And I went, whoa, this is too much. I'm not doing this. So I unsubscribed entirely. So a lot of funnels, mm -hmm. they're all different. Everyone does different stuff. But the idea is essentially that you get an email every single day until you convert or you unsubscribe. Oh because gosh. the more people that you have on your email list, the more money it costs business. Mm. So often they want to understand whether or not you're going to be a buyer or not. And that's just not the way that I want to do things. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to navigate how to do you know, a lot of the systems that other that work for other people, but do it in line with what I feel is good for me, right? Yeah. And absolutely. so, yeah. So anyway, that's just where I ended up talking. I was actually just trying to tell you that I think I'm going to change my news newsletter subscriber because one of the things that they do in this new system that I'm checking out, and I'll talk about it later once I've actually, you know, played with it a little bit more. And if I stick with it, I don't mind mentioning it. 
but you can have different workflows for different lead generate lead lead generation things. So if I did a checklist or I did my video, I can actually have a different workflow for each thing. Whereas in the system I'm using at the moment, I I can't do that. It's mm. all it's all stuck on it's one, which on, isn't yeah. smart. I don't like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. anyway, it's just, you know, sometimes I don't know if you feel like this, but it's overwhelming with all the things that you want to do, need to do. And I yeah. think that, you know, just going, okay, I'm going to do one thing at a time because I'm in, in it for the long haul. This isn't working for me. There's got to be something better. But I think as consumers, you know, we sometimes try something and we stick with it forever. I have the same, I've been using the same mascara for probably... I don't know, 10 years or something like that, because it's just always worked for me, but there might be something better for me out there. Mm-hmm. That's more conducive with what I want. Mascara is probably not the best example, but you know what I mean? We, yeah, we tend I do. to be stuck on something and we don't often try it when there's often a better option. Yeah. I think the initial system you were talking about, you sort of ran me through it because I'd had a lot of trouble and I don't have your knowledge in that, in that area. Yeah. And you did make it easier for me, but I, I still, like you're saying, I don't find it that user-friendly. And when you get to the point where you're at, where you're trying to do more advanced things, uh, as you said, sometimes you kind of have to move on to something else that is a bit more user-friendly for that level of, of where yeah. you're at. Uh, but for yeah. some people, it's probably going to be fine. Uh, it depends yeah, on sure. what you're trying to do. Um, yeah. So for sure. Yeah. yeah, I think that's... For uh, you at the moment, it's fine. But if yeah. you want to change up what you're doing, then yeah. we can talk about that later. And I yeah. can help you that. Um, yeah. The other thing I'm going to talk about um, today that I sort of had a big aha moment this week was... Just about, so I teach time management and I'm really good at getting things done for myself on my own schedule and what I need to do. But I think that sometimes where I get stuck and where I have a bit of a challenge, and I've done a lot of reflection on this this week, is that my timeline isn't your timeline, Mm. right? So let's pretend, for example, that somebody emails me. I don't prioritize my emails unless it's urgent over anything I have to do. I just don't. I don't operate like that because I believe that the jobs that I need to do that advance my business or work on my business or nourish the customers or the clients that I have is more important than an email that I can do it later. Mm. However, I realize that sometimes days go by and I haven't responded to people who, when we live in the kind of society that we live in, people think that you should be responding quickly, right? You know, if someone emails me, they expect to hear from me right away when that's not how I work. And so it's kind of understanding that if I say I'm going to get back to someone and I can't hit the deadline because I'm working on a priority for my business, I need to just let them know, Hey, I'm not going to get back to you today. I'll get back to you ASAP kind of thing. Hmm. So what I set up in my emails is an autoresponder. Mm, I noticed autoresp- that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, got I know one it's back. probably, yeah, <laughs> there you go. I was like, well, it's probably, it's probably going to be annoying. And actually I'm happy to have your feedback on this in the next month or something. But the reason why I did that is because I'm running my business three podcasts plus everything else I'm doing. And anyway, I'm, I'm doing a lot of things and mm. I don't want to disappoint anyone. And I don't want to not only not disappoint, I don't want to um, not put myself in the best light, I guess. So mm. by doing an autoresponder, I'm buying myself a bit of time to properly get back to somebody. And mm. hopefully I, I'm not going to 
you know, let them down or let myself down in the same way. Mm. So that was a kind of a big aha moment where I went, wait a minute, I'm not getting back to people in the time frame that they probably think I should. Mm. Um, and I can't be responsible for their expectations, but I, I can do these things to try to manage, you know, the way that I, I'm dealing with other people when I'm talking about things that are coming up in four months. Mm. Like that's what I'm talking about. I, that's yeah. not a priority for me to get back to if it's not urgent. Mm. No, absolutely. Right? No, I think it's yeah, a good so. idea. It was just, um, I, I, cause I hadn't seen it before. I was like, Oh, what's this? This is new. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's great. I think it's great for me. I mean, I'm not a priority, so I don't, it doesn't matter to me, but, um, you know, when I see you're it, a like priority for me, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know what I mean? I'm not a business client. I'm not one of your clients. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, you know, do, do, do something about the podcast. And then I was like, oh, cool. Okay. So for me, I'm not like, I'm not expecting a response within five minutes or, you know, whatever yes. the case may be. But I think for other people yeah. who don't know you and personally and all of that, and it's a client or potential client, then yeah, I think that's a nice, a nice touch to let them know okay. that you will get back to them. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, have I like received it. your email. I'll get back yep. to you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's basically, I mean, I've got some other things I'm talking, I can talk about, but you know, I'm just looking for collaborations of smarter ways of doing our business. You know, um, our listener would have heard at the top of the hour that the show is sponsored by raw, raw spirit team, you know, later on, not to do a spoiler alert, but Michelle's going to put her ad in and then we're going to alternate that every week. And we're doing that because, you know, if we have your attention at home, if you're resonating with the things that we're talking about, then why wouldn't we let you know of the services that we also offer on top of the podcast? I mean, yeah, the podcast is, is fabulous. I think we both agree that we yeah. love it and look forward to it. And, but it's also can serve another purpose, which mm. is to promote all the other things that we're doing. And I think that with the trust that, you know, we're hoping to build with our listener at home, it wouldn't be the wisest thing for us to not, you know, put those things out there. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Um, Lauren, I wanted to mention, I, I sort of highlighted a little bit earlier uh, and we are talking about scheduling and, and breaks and all that sort of stuff. Um, but one of the things that was a bit of breakthrough for me, and, and as I said, I'm trying to schedule things for myself. And so I'll try to do something on a Monday because that's my slow day before I do my Facebook live. So I actually did a session. Um, have you heard of body code? Is that something that you're familiar with? No. Okay. So body code is something, yeah, body code. And it's Kim Marks, um, who I went through, but there's a bunch of different people who do it, uh, but she does it over the phone and it's essentially healing stuff uh, and it's generational. So she'll go back 47 generations or more. Uh, I'm not suggesting it's just 47, but that was, you know, one of the ones that come up for me. Um, so it just, she goes back as far as she needs to go back basically and heal stuff that doesn't necessarily uh, impact you, but it's something that's happened down your bloodline that may be still sort of continuing and repeating. Um, so I found it really powerful and she just went through and just sort of removed. Essentially, she asks your higher self, you know, can I remove this? Can I remove this? And, and she just does it. And I felt like leading into the session, I was having a bit of a guilt trip about uh, a session that I'd scheduled on Friday for myself with some girlfriends for a couple of hours during work hours, what I've set up as my work hours, nine to five. And I was feeling quite guilty about it. And I had the session with Kim uh, the day before. So it was on the Thursday and I woke up in the morning the next day after the session 
And I was so excited. And I was like, this is the best. I have this time. I'm going to go and hang out with my girlfriends. And we're doing this, trialing this new healing machine, which is meant to, uh, it's about frequency and tuning into the pain in the body, whatever the part of the body is affected. So I want to try this thing because it's potentially something I can add to my business. So I was so excited and I got ready and I drove to Nikki's place and I was a week early. So uh, I was the only one there and I'm like, where's everyone's cars? Why aren't there any lights on? And uh, yeah, Nikki was there in like her pajamas and she's like, um, it's next week. So, but she'd actually forgot to put, she did forget to put the date in. She just said Friday and she forgot to put the date in, but a few of the other girls double checked and I, I didn't. Um, so there I was a week early, but um, I had a couple of hours scheduled in for myself. So then I went and did the shopping and I got some stuff done that I normally wouldn't be able to do. And it felt really good. And so yeah. I can't really use that G word anymore. I don't feel comfortable doing that. I don't want to give it the power. Mm. I just don't feel like my mind is there anymore. So I've rescheduled a couple of hours because we're uh, usually doing our, fr- our podcast on a Friday, but we're recording a day early this week. So yeah. I've kept that booking in there. I've kept that space that I reserve for our podcast in my schedule so that's given me a couple of hours um, to actually go to the healing thing that I was meant to do. I thought it was doing last week, <laughs> but I was yeah. a week early. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm doing that tomorrow and I'm so excited, like really excited yeah. about that. So I feel like for me, body code um, was a big thing. The other thing that I did was um, in terms actually, of getting rid of that cheekbone. I just yeah. want to tell you, I yeah. just want to comment on that. So yeah. last week I got a facial and a pedicure. Yes, that's and- right. Yeah. And the whole time I was there, I was just going universe. I need to manifest this every month. <laughs> it yes. was so wonderful. And yeah, I think I actually messaged you, didn't I? I said, yes. girl, you got to get yourself a facial. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't use gloves in this one, Lauren. No, they didn't. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> for our listener at home. That, that story's coming up in a future episode. It's a good one. Yeah, no, it was, it was so good. And you know, I didn't feel, you know, it's actually hilarious is I went there, right. With my business book. Cause I thought, okay, while I'm getting my pedicure, I'll read, you know, this marketing book and then I'll relax when I do the facial. And when I went in, she goes, so we're really all about relax relaxation here. And I went, okay. And then <laughs> so as you with your book. Had, yeah. So she had me, you know, lie on the bed and then she put these, this beautiful aromatherapy eye pillow on me and a blanket and the heating pad on my tummy and everything. Wow. And I went, okay, I'm not doing any business here. And I just did deep breathing for the whole two hour session. I was there and wow. it was so wonderful. And I think that you and I have talked a lot about self-care and, you know, it's difficult when you're a businesswoman and you're working a lot. And I think I'm the same, I think you're the same to me in the sense that, you know, I'm working six, six to six and a half days a week, every week. And that's a lot. And so if I want to take an afternoon out to go and, you know, take care of myself, I've earned it. I have so earned it. And you have so earned it too. And, you know, we've talked a lot about how when you allow these opportunities of space or silence or to give to yourself, that's when inspiration enters. But not only does inspiration enter, renewed energy. You know, I can't think of anything better than hanging out with girlfriends talking about things that I'm passionate about. Mm. That to me is an investment in yourself, which will translate itself into your business. So 
I just want to continue to give you permission, girl, not that you need it, but support, I guess. And for me too, to just go, it's cool. If I want to take my lunch break, sun tanning on my deck, I'm not going to feel bad about that. No. Well, maybe the sun tanning, uh, you know, skin, we need to uh, slip, stop, slap Lauren. Let's be sensible about that. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I gotta say I'm a, I'm a bit of a sun worshiper. <laughs> And she wears a sensible t-shirt and a hat. Um, yes. No, yes, I think that's, I I, yeah, good. Uh, I think that's, I think that's sensible. Um, I, <laughs> in terms of, uh, in terms of doing something for yourself. Um, yeah. I, I think you do have to do that. And um, for me, yoga, and you mentioned yoga before I, I do mm-hmm. block out times in my schedule for that. Um, so that's, that's a given. And I do that every week. So that's already yeah. blocked out in my Facebook calendar and people sometimes will try to overlap into that. And oh, can we go a bit longer? And I'm like, nope, got to go to yoga. Sorry. So I, I am starting to, yeah, starting to have those boundaries. Um, the other great thing, and I know that, you know, Sharon, uh, Lauren is, uh, Sharon Chapman, the relationship coach. And I, you've spoken mm-hmm. to her for one of your other podcasts and she's uh, a yeah. great mate of mine incredible woman and a relationship coach is probably a little misleading for what she actually does because it's not just marriages, relationships and things like that. Although I guess it's, it can be a relationship with yourself. Um, but that's just how she, you know, what she, her title is. Um, so we're actually doing an exchange and the good thing about the work that I do is a lot of people want to exchange with me because they want a reading or a healing, uh, and that sort of thing. But with Sharon, she wants to learn a bit of business type things, um, from me because I'm doing quite well in my Facebook lives and other things that I'm doing. So she wants to learn my tips and tricks. So we're exchanging services that way. So I had a couple of hours with her and uh, she also does a bit of the ancestral stuff along the lines of body code with Kim Marks, uh, same sort of stuff. Um, but what she actually revealed to me, Lauren, this was very interesting because I know I've spoken to you about being trolled recently. And the day that I saw Sharon was the same, the week after, so it was the Monday after I'd been trolled um, on Facebook Live. And she, during our session, uh, told me that one of my ancestors had actually been a bit of a performer. I don't know what kind of performer, but someone on stage. And they had finally got up on stage, got the confidence to do it. And for some reason, they were humiliated. Something happened and they were humiliated. And the entire room was heckling and throwing things. And it was terrible. It was very, very embarrassing. And that ancestor had then completely retreated and gone in, in their shell and had never attempted anything like that again. So that humiliation had been passed down. Yeah, that humiliation had been passed down through the ancestral links, ties, all of that. And so as she's saying this to me, I was like, oh, and I didn't entirely link the two, but I was like, I didn't mention to you, but I had someone troll me and they were just soliciting and trying to get people to inbox them, viewers on my Facebook Live on uh, the Monday prior. And it was very upsetting to me. The conversation turned very negative. And here I was doing my spiritual thing with my beautiful earrings and my lovely outfit and my cards. And I'm like, spirit, spirit, spirit. And then I'm looking at Facebook and there's all this like troll and stop soliciting and all this stuff popping up. And I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? And I'm not in the really the right frame of mind to be working, trying to delete and block and and report and all these things with this person. So I verbalized it and said, please leave the show. Uh, or I'll block you or something or other. And they didn't, they just yeah. kept doing what they were doing. And there was about 30 or 40 comments from that person on my, on my page. So I was telling Sharon that, and she goes, are you seeing the similarities between this ancestral thing and what happened to you? And I said, Oh yeah, I guess. Uh, Cause people were saying, look, Michelle, I love you, but I have to get off here. Cause I don't like being solicited to. 
see you later. And that night, Lauren, and this is a little bit about kind of saying no. Yeah. And what I was saying to Sharon was it's hard for me because I was one of those people who grew up with a family that was like, you need to eat everything on your plate before you can have dessert, which was usually like an apple or a piece of fruit for us. And so I grew up having to finish stuff. I was always told you've got to finish this. And I think that that's translated into the rest of my life. And we've spoken about movies and all these things and books and all this stuff. And so I feel like that's a really big thing for me. And she said to me, Michelle, because I only got two bookings at the end of the night and normally I'll have 10 or more, you know, it generally fills up most of my week and then I get additional bookings during the week. So I only had two and I was like, it really wasn't worth it. And she said, what you should have done when you figured it was getting out of control is just go, sorry, guys, uh, I need to sort this out. I'm going to pull the pin and I'll see you again next week at 7.15. See you later. And I thought, you know what? That was a good idea. That would have been a really great idea. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't occur to me in the moment because I was just panicked. But I think it's a little bit like Dragon Lady. When I did that reading for Dragon Lady, she said, Mm -hmm. I mentioned that to Sharon and she said that woman was in grief. She was grieving when I described, you know, her appearance and what she was doing and reacting. And she was basically stoned. And she said, Michelle, you can't read for someone who is is in the middle of grieving. I mean, her son could have died the day before for all I know. I don't know. And she was pressured into it by a relative. And Sharon said to me, you know, she's not ready someone else has pushed her into it. She wasn't ready to be there. And it's your call then, because that was what spirit was mm. telling me was bail um, to listen to that and just go, look, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to refund your money. I don't think you're ready for this. And so I feel like it's putting me in a bit of a position of power. I'm going to refer to Sharon later in the show because uh, around the recommendations, inspiration, stuff like that, because she gave me an awesome tip. And what she told me has actually uh, continued throughout a spiritual events directory and all the hosts, all the other people who were doing videos are now following my lead. So it was actually a really great tip. And it's put me back in the, in mm-hmm. the driver's seat essentially, because I was petrified going into the show this week. Um, I was really scared, but what she told me had actually helped me get through it. And it was awesome. And I've got all my bookings are back to normal. Everything's back to normal. Um, and I'm super happy. So I'll refer back to Sharon later in the show. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. That's a good tease. Well done on that, Isn't it? Yeah. Love it. (laughs) I'm even intrigued. Where are we going? How fast can I talk so we can get there? I know it's Lauren. It's all there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes. Well, I don't want to do a spoiler alert, although we both know I do read to the end of books. You absolutely do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. So, you know, based on what you're talking about, I you know, I think that I'm interested in hearing what she has to say. Because mm. Some of when I was looking at, you know, some of your notes, I wanted to have a few things ready, obviously. But, you know, a large part about what I think that we don't do is surrender enough. And I think that, you know, for for you, and tell me if I'm out of line at all, you knew that your Facebook Live, you know, was contingent on your bread and butter for the week, basically. Yeah, yeah. And so that would have been a reason why you were that it wouldn't have occurred to you to stop doing it because you would have been thinking that I can't stop doing something. Because that's my that's bookings. Going, yeah, that's right. And so, uh, but I do, I do like, you know, her idea on, on deciding to pull the pin. And I think part of that is just surrendering to, to what is and what's not working and mm. doing it a different way. So if it's okay with you, I'll just read a quick quote Yeah, go for uh, from this book, The Surrender Experiment. I believe I've talked to you about it before. It's yeah, yeah it's so fabulous. I, I read this book and I just 
I had so many aha moments. And as soon as I read it, I just wanted to be better. <laughs> so I definitely think I should reread it. But anyway, here's a quote from it. It says, the flow of life had served as sandpaper that to a great extent freed me of myself, unable to unbind myself from the incessant pull of my psyche in an act of sheer desperation, I'd thrown myself into the arms of life. From that point forward, all I did was my very best to serve what was put in front of me and let go of what stirred up within me, joy and pain, success and failure, praise and blame. They had all pulled at what was so deeply rooted within me. The more I let go, the freer I became. It was not my responsibility to find what was binding me. That was life's job. My responsibility was to willingly let go of whatever was brought up within me. Yeah. And that gave me Powerful. goosebumps. But I think that, you know, I think it would have been interesting if, you know, and now you've given yourself permission. And I think that's what we are talking about a lot today is we're giving ourselves permission to not get it right the first time and to learn to be better. Mm. And when we know better, we do better. And that's, that's part of it. And, you know, maybe next time, if that ever happens to you again, and I hope it won't, but if it ever did, and you pulled the plant, the pin, you might actually have people write you and say, oh, I really was enjoying that. Can I book a reading? Because I didn't get my fit. Sharon or, said, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think it could have resulted in that because it's also your way of saying to the universe, no, mm. I will not accept that kind of thing in my life. That is not what I want. And yeah, so I think that's so cool. That's a good segue for next week, Lauren, too. <laughs> next week's episode. It is. definitely yeah. is. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about... Um, yeah, I, I guess I was, uh, oh, the other thing I wanted to comment on was just about, you know, how we're journeying through this. Mm. It's a process. It's Rome wasn't built in a day. And when we're highly ambitious women, and we have many things that we want to do, these things take time. And it's cultivating the habits. And I'm going to read um, a quote later from Brian Tracy about this. But, you know, it's about understanding that, you know, it's okay to not get it right. And I think that people are so hard on themselves to get it right the first time. And it's cool that when we can share experiences and learn from them, such as having the email responder mm. or saying no in the middle of something that we're committed to, that that's okay. And as long as it's good for us, right? Mm. When I say us, I mean, for me, and if it's good for you, those are the people we need to honor ourselves, mm. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we're moving into the tools to improve your life, yes. which is uh, yes. really exciting. So this is, um, I just wanted to go back to a little bit of what uh, I learned with Kim. And I feel like that session, and this is body code, of course, that I'm referring to at the moment is that she taught me that it's okay to schedule time for myself to not necessarily go and have a snooze on the lounge. Although, you know, if you like a nap during the day, a little nana nap, that's completely fine. But for me, I feel like it's a time that I can use to actually grow my business. And that's working on my masterclass, uh, finding the clients potentially through our wellness community, um, which will be fabulous when they start up their school. So in terms of the actual tools, um, I actually write a to-do list and I know you're big in to-do lists and, and I always have been as well. And I think especially with running your own business, you have to do that. And I list items in order of priority. So based on deadlines and things like that, which makes sense. So in my gaps during the day, I'll attempt to begin uh, and or complete one or more of those items on my list. And as I mentioned earlier, I met with relationship coach Sharon 
Uh, and she spoke about, uh, I spoke to her rather about being trolled, as I said, and also regaining control. Now, this is a recommendation, which I thought was really clever. So she told me to post a warning, but this is on a spiritual site. So we have to say, I'm saying warning, but it was very worded very lightly, if that makes sense, about no solicitation allowed. So no uh, solicitors, anyone sort of trying to get clients back to their page, et cetera, et cetera. So, and if they do, then they'll be reported and or blocked. So I felt I was sort of torn. I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do it. It sounds very serious. It's a spiritual page. But she's like, you know, this is going to show that you won't tolerate it. And she also felt like for the viewers that they would appreciate that that you've taken a stand and said, please do not come onto this Facebook live. And so it's protecting them as well. So she felt like it was going to be twofold because as I said, I asked this person to leave and, and they didn't respect that. So I feel like if I post that warning in there, hopefully that might make a difference. And the good news is I didn't uh, have that person come back, which was wonderful. So I posted it in there. Um, it as all went comment? really well. Yeah. Well, and no, in my, uh, in the top where I put my link and this is what I'm doing, angel cards, da, da, da. So in yeah. the top bit that everyone sees when they first click on the post. So I had it in there and then a couple of the other people from spiritual events directory spotted it because each week, Lauren, uh, and I've said to you before, my Facebook lives are the top rating uh, post every, every week um, that I do. And I feel like a lot of that is because I cross post uh, to my business page as well. And none of the other guys are doing that. So I'm always trying to think a little bit ahead. And so what do you mean you cross post? So you can cross post from the live that you're doing on a particular page. So you do it on your business page, but let's say you wanted to cross post to your personal page. You can cross post from the live to your personal page. So that means it's appearing on both sides at the exact same time. So I cross post from spiritual events directory to my business page, which is Michelle R. Price hyphen writer and clairvoyant. I've so never done that. Who follow That's me. Hilarious. Yeah. I just, I just was like, what's this cross post thing? Click. Oh, okay, cool. And then it goes to my business page. So I can actually follow both and see the comments coming up in both sec sections. So all of my little secrets, um, because spiritual events directory people, they're like, why is she doing so well? And they jumped on and they're like, oh, she put this warning in here. That's great. Because one of the other ladies got trolled the same way I did, but by a, a woman, another woman. And she was really upset about it. And someone said, oh, Michelle put this warning in her thing. And they took a screenshot and then someone else was like, oh, did you know Michelle's doing this cross-posting thing? Da, da, da. So now everyone knows my secrets and they're all like, oh, Michelle, you've got to teach us what you're doing. And I'm just like, I don't know. I just push this button. Doesn't everyone do that? <laughs> I think it's from working in radio. Like you just get used to like pushing buttons and hoping for the best. <laughs> just that's don't my... push the red button. Well, that's it. And you get the ejector, <laughs> eject out of the room. Um, so I feel like um, after doing the little warning, now they're like, they're all using that as a template. They're all sharing it with each other and they're like, put this in your post because these these trolls are sort of you know they're doing the rounds with some of the other ladies who are doing well so um I felt like that was an awesome result and I even spoke to my husband about it and, and this is maybe a lesson to not always listen to your husband because he was totally against the idea he said don't do it you know people won't like that it's too full on and I did it and I felt fabulous and I felt the whole time I was like I feel like I'm in control I feel like this is just good it's all it was all good mm. I felt like it was the right thing to do for me and now the other girls are like yeah I want to do this too so I think that's a good result yeah. I mean it's you setting up a boundary regardless of the words yeah and you know you and I both look at things energetically so if if you're taking a stance mm. I think you rewarded. almost could have said anything 
Yeah. Honestly, because yep. it was the intention that was there, which was to say, I'm putting up my, my blocks here. Yeah, that's true, Lauren. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah. Love that. Okay. So it is time for the party element. And of course, this is brought to you by, and this is my turn. Uh, if you're in need of some guidance and direction in your life, and that's what my readings are really all about. They're not just about predicting the future. And, uh, and I always say, we're not really predicting the future at all because we all have choice. But if you're after some guidance and direction in your life, head to Michelle uh, Price hyphen. You need to put the hyphen in writer and clairvoyant on Facebook and click book now. And it's over to you. Thank you. And we'll put the link to that in the show notes as well. Yeah. Which is fabulous. So the party element is basically to go back and listen to all our fabulous episodes. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess the reason that I want to bring that up is because we do give a lot of really helpful advice that really helps people, I believe, because mm -hmm. it's things that we've tried together. And it doesn't mean we don't have our down days. You know, I was down last week and I reminded my partner today when I realized it for myself just tell me to go do some yoga and it'll fix me. Yeah. Because I think that when we give and give and give and give and give to our business, sometimes when we're not taking the time to replenish, even though I did have a face and all that, we do feel depleted and drained. And, mm. you know, we're not always getting those doses of positivity or um, validation, you know, which are there. We just need to be open to seeing them. Yep. So absolutely. the party element is basically about going back to the basics. It's about remembering your why it's about looking at your vision board. It's about checking out your mantras. It's about setting your goals and connecting with your body. It's kind of everything that we've been talking about, you know, for the last couple of, of months because shopping in your own wardrobe, things, that was one of my favorites. I really liked yeah, that. shopping in your own word. That's a great one. Um, having a party on a budget. Yeah. And if someone doesn't <laughs> you know, have toilet paper, just get the tissues out of your handbag and away you go. <laughs> can't believe I said that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, well, you're just telling it like it is. We've all done that. Anyway, oh, yeah. So, you know, and I think that's what the, I really wanted the party element to be just about looking at what we've already done. Um, but I will say as well that I believe that setting an intention and setting a goal for yourself is really smart. And I, I use the word intention there. I heard Gabby, um, Gabby one time she was talking about it and she Bernstein. said she doesn't say goals, I think. Yes. Yeah, sorry, Gabby Bernstein. She says, uh, intentions because, yeah. and I like that. I thought that was a good way of doing it, but I want to read quickly from this book. It's called million dollar habits by Brian Tracy. And I, I just want to read his suggestion as far as goals. So he writes his goals in the present tense. So present positive personal tense is what he says. So he says, Instead of writing a goal as I'm going to lose weight, X amount of weight in the months ahead, you write, I weigh, you know, let's say 72 kilos by a specific date. So instead of saying, I will earn more money over the next year, I would say, I will earn $100,000 by, you know, July 2020, 2021, for mm. example. So I do that every morning or when I go for my run, I do my, my, mantras about how many this how many lifelong members I want in my membership by x date and I just do that over and over and over again and then I do that even on days I'm not running and I do it when I go to sleep and I basically anytime I remember I I reinforce that goal or that intention in my body in my mind and then I believe that that will help me to attract that magnetize that opportunity even closer because you know, when you're telling yourself your mind, you're telling your mind so many things for so long, it tries to 
you know, kind of attract that to make it real, I guess. Mm. I don't really understand how it works with the neural. Yeah. Do you? Well, I've got a good example of, of what you're talking about. Um, and my naturopath came to see me recently because she wanted to recommend clients to me. And so she came for a session to see essentially what I do. And while she was sitting here, she said to me, Michelle, when I started out, I was determined to be booked a month ahead. So what she did, and I just thought this was absolutely amazing, is she got her calendar and her diary and she actually put in fake names and appointments. And I've wow. just got goosebumps. So she did that for a month, right? And so when people rang up and said, can I have an appointment? She's like, uh, okay, so I've got a, a one o'clock here. I've got a five o'clock there. So um, how's two? Is two okay for you? She had no appointments that she had put all these fake names in. Wow. So the person doesn't know that. And they're like, oh yeah, two o'clock. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. And so it kind of makes you feel like you're in more demand than you actually are, but the person doesn't know that. So what she did was she had all these fake names and by the end of it, she was booked out for the whole month because people were like, oh, you know, she's in demand. I need to, I need to do this. I need to get in here. And, and, you know, people are telling their friends, you know, you've got a book, like she's booked out a month ahead in advance. And I loved that. And I didn't do that myself, but I think in, in that mindset for me, I, I say to spirit, you know, I would love to be booked uh, a month ahead so that I know what's coming. And I, I say mm. that and I, that's what's happening. So I just kind of do it in my head that for Karen, she's more vis uh, visual. So she put it in her diary and just did mm -hmm. fake names. So I think that's a great tip for the listener at home. If you are starting out a business and you're trying to get clients in, put the names in your diary. If that works for you a month ahead or two months ahead, and then you're sort of trying to schedule around them. Um, and I think that's super powerful and it is a little subliminal. I think it's a little bit tuning into yeah. or tapping into Tell that your subconscious, subconscious yeah. mind. Um, and the well, power of the subconscious mind is a fabulous read. Absolutely. Also wants another book. That's so such an incredible book. Uh, but yeah, so that's what I'm doing. And I'd really mm -hmm. recommend that people, they set their intention and be clear on that. And you could set yourself reminders on your phone or little sticky notes around your office mm -hmm. to remind you to continue to reinforce that. Even if you get in the habit of writing it, writing your goal over and over and over and over and over again, um, it really helps. And it will come true because we are the masters of our own universe. We just are mm. yep. of our own reality. We're co-creating with the creator. So it's amazing. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, that's powerful. Really powerful. Um, so Lauren, I have a couple of recommendations uh, as well, just to sort of finish up and uh, a bit of inspiration. So uh, Kim Marks, I mentioned before, has changed my life. And that big G word that I, uh, I don't want to mention is no longer in my vocabulary, which is awesome. Um, and my session, of course, with Sharon Chapman helped me regain control and also be comfortable with kind of pulling the plug, uh, which isn't natural for me. And also taking charge, taking control, knowing that uh, I can put little kind of, uh, I guess it's boundaries, isn't it? And putting the little boundaries. warning in there and saying, look, this yeah. is, this is my, this is my boundary and uh, step yeah. into that and you'll be booted out. So I think that all of that is really powerful for us moving forward. And I think that incorporating uh, those sorts of self-help uh, sessions, I guess mm -hmm. I would call them into my weekly diary and scheduling that I think is really beneficial, but I agree with the yoga and all of that. That's kind of a daily, weekly thing anyway, um, that I do yeah. as well. So I think all of this is really helping us give back to ourselves. Uh, it's really important to fill up your own cup and all yeah. of those things are sort of doing that for us on different levels. So I think for me, totally. that's, um, yeah, been a big, big learning. Um, and we did mention saying no before, and I was saying, that's a good mm. segue. It's a good segue uh, because coming up on the next podcast, 
And uh, we're actually going to be talking about saying no. So, and this is going to be a doozy. Uh, this isn't easy, I know. And it's something that we're both kind of learning and especially me as we go. Lauren's uh, excellent at saying no, probably. I, I'm in progress. Um, well, I, I mean, you're the work one out of the cinema, sometimes. love. You're the one that walks out. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to stick around. Uh, for yeah. me, it's, um, it's <laughs> really about that being tested in, in a lot of moments. It, it gets te- yeah. We get tested all the time. And I feel like there's often things I'm presented with, whether it's through the readings or the other work that I do, where I kind of have to say, I just can't do it. I just can't mm-hmm. do it. And that's, that's hard, but it's all about the boundaries. And that's what I've been learning ever since I was made redundant because boundaries, I feel are a little bit easier when you're working for someone else, for the company, whatever it is, yeah. because you've got your work hours, everything's kind of laid out before you, but when you're self-employed, it's a little bit different and you have to start saying yeah. no. Yeah. hundred mm. percent. Especially when your office is in your house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's about respect for us. So uh, you yeah. and I, so I think that next week's show is going to be a great one for our listener at home, Lauren. Love it. Well, thank you. That was a great show, Michelle, as always. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Best podcast ever. Exactly. We say that every week, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we're self-aware. So exactly. Okay. Yeah. Confident. Confident. <laughs> exactly. This has been the business in the front. Party in the back. Podcast. podcast. And if you love it, tell your friends. And if you didn't... Don't tell anyone. We'll see you next week. <laughs> see you next week.